doesn't matter how old you are or where you come from, because when you come here, it's about growing in ways you didn't think possible. Bible College flipped my world around. Promise Bible College gives depth and dimension and understanding the Word of God. Bible College, it taught me the correct way to pray with authority and confidence. What's great is that it works with my busy schedule and classes are only on Monday nights. Doesn't matter what your past is or what life has dealt you, you need this. The tuition is perfectly kept low, so no one is left out. And you get a discount if a family member attends. Bible College has put my life on the right path. We even went on a mission trip to India, and I was only 16. It gave me the rocket fuel to fly above my problem. I graduated Promise Bible College, and now I run the prison and outreach ministries. These two years, they changed my life forever. And it equipped me to change the world. Bible College gave me the confidence to know why I believe what I believe. If I can do it, so can you. It's more than an education, it's a chance of a lifetime. We took it, you should too. Would everybody please stand with me while we open in prayer? Oh, Father God, it is all because of you that we are here today. 
each one of us, Lord, my heart says, God, I'm just so grateful. So grateful, Lord. Look at what you've done. Look at what you've done in each one of these graduates. God, my heart is so full. Lord, we honor you tonight. And we thank you for everything you've done and everything you continue to do. In Jesus' name. And everybody said, Amen. Amen. You may be seated, everybody. All right. Well, it is my great pleasure to welcome you all, Dr. Henry, our president, honored guests, lecturers, pastors, friends, family, guests, and of course, most of all, our graduating class of 2023. My name is Pastor Cindy Hope, and I have the distinct pleasure of being the Dean of Promise Bible College. <laughs> I want to start by thanking the lecturers that poured into the lives of these students over the last two years. Thank you for taking the time out of your busy lives to teach the most important thing anyone can learn about, the Word of God. Each of you has a unique ability and an anointing to not only convey the teaching on a subject, but to bring it to life in the ears of the students. For that I am eternally grateful, and I believe we will see the great fruit from the seeds that were sown. To Liz Bazaldua, our Bible College Administrator. You think I couldn't get it, right? I know. They aren't adequate words of thanks to convey my heartfelt gratitude for all that you've done and all that you are for me and for the Bible College, but thank you. I want to thank our president of Promise Bible College, Dr. Henry Vormerans. It is only... It's going to be a lot of clapping, and we're just going to have to settle in, folks. Just settle in. It's going to be one of those nights. It's only because of his faithfulness and willingness to obey the call of God that we all stand here today. God has gifted him, among other things, with the gift of teaching. He has a way of effortlessly breaking down the deep mysteries of the Bible so that anyone who wants to hear will receive revelation to build their life on. His life exemplifies the biblical lessons he teaches. He truly has and does walk out the word and live it daily. Thank you for challenging us to reach for more, to go deeper with God and to never stop growing. Graduates, I want to congratulate you on a job well done. You persevered through covenants and dispensations and eschatology and all the other names of courses that you couldn't pronounce. You came every Monday night and you participated and you opened your hearts and your minds to be renewed and to learn and grow. And let's be honest, you also ate more brownies in the breaks than anybody really knows about. <laughs> Your class was also one of my favorites when it came to grading the exams. <laughs> when you all would hear the correct answer, and it was not what you put down on the exam, I got to watch so many of you morph into attorneys. Defending the rights of students, near and far. Staking your claim in what you thought should be the correct answer. 
fun times. But your enthusiasm and desire to know more and your endless questions drove me, I mean inspired me, to write a new course. And you all got the benefit of it this last semester. But the students coming up behind you will also benefit from that course. So I want to say thank you for contributing to Promise Bible College, your legacy. But these two years came with many different challenges. For some, financially speaking, it was a testing and a growing of your faith as you believed and trusted God for the finances each month to be able to attend. And then seeing God's faithfulness never let you down. Testimony after testimony of money coming in, sometimes at the last moment to pay your tuition. Never forget God's faithfulness that you witnessed. I know many saw an, a, all range of testimonies in these last two years. Hold on to them. Record them. Take those accomplishments with you and never stop using your faith and trusting God. Today, students, as you graduate, I want you to graduate from the promised Bible college, but not from the Bible. For without food, you perish. Make it your life's goal to always want to learn more about God's word. Stay hungry. Keep the fire lit. So I encourage you to come back and sit in on future classes, as is your right as a graduate. And in closing, I want to remind you of one of the pillars here at The Promise. The one true need in life, prayer. In prayer, we talk with God and keep a strong spiritual connection to the one who can make our life both blessed and a blessing to others. In prayer, we will find both the grace and power for living a life that will be worth recording. In being focused on prayer, you will stay focused on God. And a life focused on God cannot be a failure. But a life focused on anywhere else cannot be a success. I believe God has a divine plan and purpose for all, of, for all our lives and for yours. And he has already prepared good works for you to do. Before you were even born, he knew the lane that you were created to run in. And, he, and the impact you were meant to have in the world. And these last two years have trained and prepared you for this race. To run in excellence. Touching and impacting lives along the way. God has plucked you out of eternity and positioned you here and now at this specific place in time and given you special gifts and unique talents for the purpose of serving this generation. This is your time. So run. I'm excited to be a part of this journey with you. Know that we are praying for you and we eagerly await that day when the king of the universe stands ready to present you with another diploma, stamped with the words, well done, thou good and faithful servant. Enter into the joy of thy Lord. Congratulations, class of 2023. Now, please welcome your favorite lecturer and president, Dr. Henry Walmerantz. Well, I expected this to be a noisy uh, graduation. <laughs> I know the graduating class quite well. <laughs> Congratulations on graduating class of 
2023. What a wonderful accomplishment. Two years of intense Bible study. And tonight is a night of celebration, so let them have their moments, all right? But you know what I'd like to do is I'd like to start by thanking God for giving me the opportunity and the anointing to produce our Bible college and for the over 1,600 graduates that we've had in, I believe it's 42 years, Pastor Lindsay, 42 years. Now, Pastor Jackie's not with us tonight um, at this wonderful occasion. She does send her love and congratulations to all of you. And, of course, she'll be here tomorrow morning uh, to hug on you all. I do want to take just a moment to thank uh, my wife, Pastor Jackie, uh, for her support over the last 42 years as co-author of many lectures and lecturing with me and being a faithful co-senior pastor. Um, With the support of a wife, like Jackie, um, I was able to do the work of the ministry. Um, literally, I did a calculation that she stayed home around 1,000 Monday nights while I went off to teach the Word of God. So would you give her a round of applause in her absence? Thank you so much. <laughs> to Dean Pastor Cindy, you know, I'd like to acknowledge our daughter. What an amazing job. Uh, she has done since she took over the dean of this Bible college in 2015 from myself. Under your leadership, the, uh, the college continues to produce quality men and women of God who are passionate disciples of Jesus and who are fulfilling the Great Commission. Amen? Amen. You taught, I mean, hearing the Holy Spirit, blood covenant, foundational doctrines, church membership, apologetics, false religions, gifts of the Holy Spirit, and other courses that were written just for you guys. Uh, Some additional critical courses. You led two uh, powerful missionary trips to India with graduates and also with uh, students. And you've raised up faithful lecturers, as I look to my right-hand side over here, anointed, who honor uh, the privilege of pouring their lives out into the students, just as you have done. Well done. Give her a round of applause. Thank you so much. Yeah. Thank you. And uh, I'd like to reiterate to the uh, lecturers what Dean Pastor Cindy said. Um, Thank you for your sacrifice, uh, for the faithfulness, the excellence, and the uh, passion with which you lectured. Can we also just give them a round of applause? (laughs) To, To the graduates... I will remember this class as one of my favorites. <laughs> Forever. Such passion. I don't allow students to interrupt me. But interruptions was the norm. And I don't allow them to take, give questions. Wait until we finish the course and then ask the questions. But no, no. This group, they were so, they want the answer right now, right now. We can't move to the next, give us the answer right now. But, you know, I loved it. I loved it. Maybe I should have had a different protocol earlier on. You know that if you think about it, you have done, in, in graduating from a two-year course, um, there's less than 1% of all Christians that have ever lived on the face of the earth that have done what you did, put two years of study into graduating from a Bible college. Now listen carefully to what I'm going to say. The accomplishment 
that you achieved cannot be measured by time. When you look at it, the two years, don't measure it by the time. But by the outworking of the change that has come about, the spiritual growth that has come about in your life, and by the eternal rewards you will receive because of those changes. That's how you measure what you did. You responded to the call of God, and you were faithful. You paid a price. You had to get through a lot of hardships to do it. Now, the word that you planted into your heart, you literally devoured that word, will produce a harvest for you, both spiritually and physically. You're going to see it coming. By, by dedicating these two years, you have shown in a practical way that your life belongs to God. You made it a priority. But now, I implore you, please, press on to fulfill God's plan, promises, and purpose, and assignment for your life. Graduates, say application. application. And one more time. Application. Say it a little louder. Application. See, that's how we teach. See, this is not the end, far from it. It's actually the beginning of the application stage. Because we have a statement that we have that we make at Bible college. You haven't learned anything until you're doing it. So now you have to go and apply what you've learned. So I want to commission you, just as Paul commissioned Timothy. And he said, find men and women who you can teach who are faithful, and who would be willing to learn so that they could teach others. God is calling you. And this is the commission. He's calling you to be leaders, to be teachers, to be mentors, to encourage others. You see, listen carefully. God is choosing you because you chose him. And he's raising you to this level of responsibility and honor. Now that you've laid this foundation, may you continue to grow and never give up the pursuit of being a passionate believer in Jesus Christ, fulfilling the great commission to make disciples. Pastor Jackie, I, the pastoral staff, the promised tribe are so proud of you. Please would you give them a round of applause. And now tonight is my great honor to have Dr. Marcus Goodlow, known as Dr. Goody. What a great name, brother. What a great name. Travels all over the world, very, very busy, well sought after, preacher, filled with the Word of God. You're in for a treat tonight. Dr. Goody, please give us what God has given you. Thank you. Thank you so much, Pastor. I am honored to be here tonight and to celebrate the class of 2023. Come on, let's celebrate God for them again. I want to acknowledge all of the people who have helped to make tonight possible, the behind-the-scenes people as well. That would be family members and people who have come alongside the graduates. Graduates, this will probably be the only time while I ask you to clap, celebrate those who have come alongside you yes. to make it to this point. Come on, let me hear you. Yes. All right. 
want to acknowledge my dear friend, Pastor Cindy as well. Terry, so good to see you again as well. And uh, Prophet uh, uh, Henry, it's an honor to finally get a chance to meet you as well. Your, your ministry, your legacy, your impact, uh, God's favorite anointing is clearly on your life. I'm so honored to be here tonight. I want to bring you greetings from Flourishing Church, which is in Los Angeles, California. Pastor Israel and Rachel Campbell are our pastors. You are familiar with them. They have been here ministering here. And uh, he has spoken to a graduating class here before. And uh, evidently, uh, evidently, I'm like the, I'm, I'm like the backup singer. Because I, I didn't get invited first, but that's okay. I, that's okay. Let's go to the Lord in prayer. I want to be respectful of your time and, and just ask God's blessing just here in these few moments I want to share. Father, thank you so much for this day, this evening, this chance we have to come together to celebrate what you have done in the lives of these Bible college graduates. God, make us mindful of your presence, your grace and love towards us. It is our prayer that none of us would leave like we came tonight as we encounter your power, your spirit in this place and fellowship with one another. We pray this in Jesus' name. And everybody said? Amen. 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 The essayist, uh, Waldo Emerson, abolitionist, writer, uh, Ralph Waldo Emerson said, the purpose of life is not to be happy. The purpose of life is to feel as though it has made a difference. That you have, in a sense, lived well. I was considering what to share with you tonight. I want you to make sure that you're not just happy, that you live life and live it well. When you leave from this earth, I, I want people to know you were here. One of the most profound and significant ways to make sure that happens is that you continue to walk with God in the coolness of the day. Uh, Prophet Henry talked about this idea of application, and it's so important. It's not enough just to have the information, but we must pivot and apply it into our lives. Which brings me to a conversation I want to share with you tonight about habits. The habits you form, the habits you uh, developed in the course of the last two years from study and engaging rigorous questions. And I think they are tools. They are, uh, they are rhythms that I want to admonish you to continue in your life. You may be done with taking classes, but you're not done with living life. It is said that it takes about 60 days on an average to form new habits. Oftentimes when we think of habits, we think of something negative. I want to give up something. For me, that was Chunky Monkey ice cream, Ben and Jerry's. And when I can afford it, Talenti ice cream from Whole Foods. But what if habits can be something that can be of a benefit or a blessing to you and also make a difference in the lives of others? I want to talk to you about habits, and these habits are like rhythms. You will get to the point in your life, prayerfully, where you won't even have to consider them, think about them, because they are who you are. And they're found, all of these habits, in the person of Jesus. 
The first habit is this. I want you, I want you to have fun. Oh, you should know that the habits stands for an acronym. And every letter is a habit. This way, that way you're going to remember it. Do we tell them there's going to be a test afterwards? So repeat this after me. Have fun. Have fun. I want you to celebrate life. One of the ways to make sure you impact, you make a difference while you're here, is to be mindful of why you're here. Have you ever been in a conversation with someone and they're not with you? Don't take life for granted. Tomorrow morning, if God gives us grace, we will see this thing called a sunrise. And that sunrise will be the only one of its kind. We will never see that one again. So I want you to have fun. I want you to celebrate. I want you to take a moment to appreciate every moment. It's a gift from God. Have fun. The scripture says these words in Proverbs 17. A joyful heart is good medicine, but a crushed spirit dries up the bones. Translation, don't be Debbie Downers. The writer says these words. You make known to me the path of life, and in your fullness there is joy with eternal, eternal presence and power at your right hand. Have fun. John Orthberg, the great pastor, said, isn't it ironic that Jesus' first introduction to the world wasn't giving recovery of sight to a blind person, resurrecting a dead, having a person to gain their hearing? Jesus' first ta-da moment was at a party where he turned water into Heineken light, if that's your choice, whatever, whatever it is you drink. No judgment. And so you would think Jesus, who is the son of God, who is the word of God made flesh, you would think his agenda would be big. It's only to redeem humanity to, to right this issue of death and sin. But he takes time to go to a party and his first introduction to the world is in an advancement of people having fun. You should celebrate life. You should have fun. You should have fun. Second habit is assume the best of others. Assume the best of others. Here we go. H-A. Assume the best of others. There's so much vitriol, so much division in our nation. We oftentimes make assumptions and have perceptions about people who look differently from us, different last names, where we're from, whether we are living in Tennessee <laughs> or we're straight out of Compton. But what would it look like if we assumed the best of others, not the worst? Has anyone ever assumed something about you that wasn't true? Show of hands. Yeah. We should assume the best in others until they prove us differently. Assuming the best of others will take courage. Cowards need not apply. Assume the best. There's a Latin term for you lawyers out there called prima facie. It means on his face or as it appears. What if we just engaged, treated people as they appear to us until they prove us differently? I'm going to assume you're not trying to take advantage of me emotionally, financially, spiritually, physically. I'm going to assume you have my best interest at heart. I'm not going to assume the worst in you because this man, Jesus from Nazareth, he did not assume the worst in us. Assume the best of others. 
Listen, we are all hypocrites in transition. Assume the best of others. Romans 8 chapter 1 says these, Romans 8 verse 1 says these words, there is now therefore no condemnation for those who are in Christ Jesus. Aren't you glad Jesus did not assume the worst in us that he saw you in this moment when he was on that cross? And as the songwriters say, he did not come down because he assumed the best of us. Third, be good soil. Be good soil. Have fun. Assume the best of others. Be good soil. In other words, continue to learn. Continue to, to have a desire to, to grow. Jesus says it this way. If something, uh, imagine a seed being that of an uh, aspect of truth. If something can be deposited in your life, this truth, this seed, don't allow it to fall on stony ground where the sun could scorch it or birds could pluck it or where roots could choke it off. Allow this seed to take root in your life. In other words, if something can help you be a better husband, a better wife, a better apostle, a better preacher, teacher, a better electrician, a better engineer, a better audio person, like you ought to be the first one running to get the knowledge, grow in the things of God. Isn't it ironic that the last snapshot we have of Jesus's life as a teenager says these words in the gospel according to Luke chapter 2 verses 41 through 52. It says 52 and Jesus grew in wisdom, stature, favor with God and others. Jesus grew. Be good soil. I'm worth the investment. I'm worth your mentoring me. I'm worth you depositing. I want to go to the conference. Give me the book. I want to learn. I want to grow. I want to stretch. I don't just want to settle. I want to make a difference in my, there are some things I don't know, and I have the capacity to grow. We, 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 the apostle and I, we're part of what they call the 1% club. This is the only bragging time where I even consider associating myself with this greatness here. But they call us the 1% club. Because we have these letters behind our names, and we've earned them, it's called a PhD. There's no other higher learning you can get other than that. But the day we stop learning, we stop living. Be good soil. Be good soil. Next, insist upon excellence. Insist upon excellence. Excellence isn't timeless. It has an expiration date. You have to work on your craft. Colossians chapter 3 says, whatever we do, we ought to do it as we're doing it for the Lord. When you show up, be on time. Look the part. Have your stuff together on your J-O-B. Those of you in college, don't be a slacker. Don't be a scrub. You should, you should aim for the stars. You don't want to just pass. You want to pass with flying colors. When you show up, you want to demonstrate that you are a king's kid, that you are a royal priesthood, that you are of a holy nation. God's called you out of darkness into a marvelous light. You are the only you. You're not a set of steak knives. You're not a backup. You're not a spare. If God is going to go through that much specificity in creating you, could it be that he has something of excellence for you to do? When was the last time you've seen an average sunset? Go ahead. I'll wait. 
Everything God does is in excellence. His very name is excellent. And watch this. We are heirs of the Father and joint heirs with the Son. In other words, my daddy is excellent. I'm going to advance towards excellence as well. Insist upon excellence. Now, it doesn't mean we don't have grace when we fall short or when those around us fall short. But it does mean don't settle. Don't settle. My wife and I have been married 25 years. When I got married, we, I had hair. That's how long I've been married. First thing I thought about when I saw Terry tonight was like, man, I wish I had his hair. First thing I thought about. We've been married 25 years, and when we first got married, like most couples, we were concerned about finances. How many of you know there's life after the wedding? Don't spend it all. We go to Cancun on our, for our honeymoon. Cancun is like the, uh, it's like the official place, uh, Dean Cindy, where broke people go to vacation. No disrespect, but you can go to Cancun and look like you're doing something. You don't have to spend a lot of money. It's not like France. I can't go to France or South Africa like some other people. But I'm up in Cancun, and we're living... It was beautiful, but every day we're mindful of our limit, limited resources. We're ordering from a menu. Why? Because we are not ballers. We don't have cash flow. And the last day, though, of our four and a half, five days there, we decided to come off the menu and go for that buffet. That buffet we had been seeing every day. You know, it had fresh caught fish and vegetables and fruit. It all, had all kind of juices. They had guava juice. I grew up in Compton, which is, for me, was Sunny Delight. That was my juice. But they had guava juice. And when the waiter came over to us that final day, we said, we will not settle for ordering off the menu. We want the buffet. Here's how you know you can't afford something, when it doesn't have a price. If it has market price, don't ask. The buffet didn't even have a price. But that last day, we were, we were going to splurge. When I tell you we were frugal, I was ordering just a glass of water and four lemons because I was making my own lemonade. <laughs> Look, I put country time out of business. But here we are, and when the waiter came over to us, he, he looked a bit puzzled when we told him we wanted the buffet, no longer the menu, and he took my wife's, I'm going to take your wife's hand, wrist. He took my wife's wrist, and he, he gestured to a wristband that we had been given when we entered the resort on the first day. And he said, oh no, sir, you don't understand. This is part of what we call the all-inclusive package. And, 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 and I said, wait, what? He goes, yeah, you, you have access to the, not just the menu, but the buffet and three other properties up, and, up the line, including golf. We had... Been in Cancun for four days, ordering from a menu, limiting ourselves when we had been given access to the buffet. The Apostle Paul says in Ephesians chapter 1, God has given you every spiritual blessing. Translation, don't settle. Don't settle, graduates. Don't settle. Wait on God. Believe God for more. You ought to ask yourself, is this the best God's given me? I'm not going to settle. Treat the needs of others as sacred. That's the next one. 
H means what? Have what? Have what? Have fun. A means what? Assume the best. B means what? Be what? Good soil. I insist upon what? T means this. Treat the needs of others as sacred. That's a good habit to have. The celloist, Yo-Yo Ma, born in France, American, 19 Grammy Awards, over 90 albums, literally wrote the score during COVID that literally ministered to the nation, Presidential Medal of Freedom winner, Julia Art, Harvard grad, phenomenal creativity. One author described Yo-Yo Ma. He, it is said when he enters a room and interacts with you, Yo-Yo Ma makes everyone feel as if they're a gift from God. When you walk into a room, there's texture. There's a smell. There's an, a, there's an aroma. There's, there's a presence. You ought to treat the needs of others as sacred, as holy. In his book, The Politics of Jesus, Obi Hendricks talks about this habit, this characteristic that Jesus modeled. A blind man by the roadside, a woman with the issue of blood, a woman leaving the city of Nain to go bury her son. Death leaving the city, but life comes in the city. A woman at a well, and he pauses, and he treats the needs of others as sacred, as holy. Listen to me. Lean forward. Lean you all. Lean forward. The most significant statement that could ever be said about you in your absence when you're out of the room is that you treat the needs of others as sacred. They said that about Jesus. Never has a man spoken like this man. Come see a man who told me everything about me. Well, well what do you mean? You, you, know, you know, us Jews and Samaritans, we have no dealings with one another. Zacchaeus, I see you. I see you. Treat the needs of others as sacred. Finally, S, seek community. If you can achieve your dreams on your own, you're dreaming too small. Jesus says, I am the vine, John chapter 15, and you are the branch. If any person be in me and I in him, they shall bring forth much fruit. But apart from me, you can do nothing. Jesus says again, I do nothing on my own accord. Everything you see me do, I do as influenced by my father. The creation story is not in first person singular. It's in third person plural. Let us make man in our image. The, the, listen, the redemption story is in the plural. The Apostle Paulson says in 2 Corinthians chapter 5, we are Christ's ambassadors as though God himself were making his appeal through us. Think about that. Everything that is significant that has moved us forward as a people of faith has happened in the context of we, not I. Seek community. You cannot live life alone. You may be here tonight and you've never made a personal commitment to follow Jesus. He's the best hookup you can get better than a Facebook like page seek community there will come a day there will come a time when you recognize that life itself is too heavy there was a star running back who played for the University of Southern Cal just a few years ago many believe he was destined to play on Sundays 
he was going to get drafted. One day, Apostle, he decided to go into the weight room to lift some weights. True story. Got on that bench press by himself. No one in the weight room. Put on weight that was manageable. Had lifted that weight before. But this day would be unlike those previous days. Because the bar slipped from his hand. Some of y'all know this story. Crushed him right here. They rushed him to the hospital, tracheotomy, the whole nine. The doctor said had it been an average person, would not have made it off the operating table alive. By God's grace, he lived. Look it up. His parents sued the university. There's a lot of drama happening at SC those particular years. They fired the strength and conditioning coach staff. They issued a report and said a couple things. Lack of institutional control. Never want to hear that as an institution. Talked about that coaching staff, including the athletic staff, training staff that was MIA, held them accountable. You know what also the report said? That this student did something every athlete knows not to do. You know where I'm going. Come on. When you go, when you go to the hotel, they have it written on the wall. No, no loud music, no food, no eating and drinking. Be respectful of others. But they have it written in red as if it came from Jesus himself. Do not attempt to lift the weight without a what? You can't live, you can't lift this thing of life without a spotter. My pneumatology students, the parakaleo, the one who comes alongside and he's better than a spotter on a bench press. That wasn't even in the notes. Holy Ghost gave me that one. I salute you, graduates. I salute you. You're beautiful. Don't settle. Habits. Let's review. H means what? Have what? Take a moment to appreciate every moment. A means what? Assume what? Yeah. Prima facie, right? Be what? Be good what? If something can help you be a better person, man, don't be indifferent. Don't be closed. Say, yeah. Insist upon excellence. Treat the needs of others as what? Yeah. That's a yo-yo mom metaphor, right? See community. May the Lord bless you and keep you. May the Lord make his face shine upon you, graduates, 2023. May the Lord lift up his countenance up on you. May the Lord be gracious to you. May he give you his peace. Bless you. Thank you, Dr. Goody. Wasn't that awesome? So good. Thank you so much. That was awesome and so perfect for our graduating class. Thank you so much. Uh, Liz, could you join me up on the stage, please? And time for the recognition of service gifts. To the man who made this all possible, his years of studying God's word, searching for the hidden truths, hours and hours spent in prayer and listening for the Holy Spirit's leading, who wrote most of the courses and taught many of them, our president, Dr. Henry, from all the students, we say thank you. Thank you, Dan. Thank you. Thank you. To our lecturers, Pastor Lindsay Thorne, thank you. 
Dr. Chris Jepson. Students say thank you. And now this was a first for us. This was the first time we had a student who was also a lecturer, Pastor Rob Granger. Thank you. And to the person who is not only excellent at their job, but does it with grace and kindness that's evident to all, the person who fights with me to keep each student on their course with endless texts and emails and calls, to the person who sees the vision of what God is doing in this Bible college and gives her all my great help and support, your Bible college admin, Liz Bazaldura. And last, but definitely not least, <laughs> it's been a pleasure working alongside you, Cindy. She is such a great role model and an example to you, Cindy. Thank you, Klaus. Okay, so now for the Academic Achievement Awards. To those students who did their very best to be at each and every single class for two years with 100% attendance. They missed cruises, they missed business trips, they did everything to be here. Ladies and gentlemen, we have two students with 100% attendance. The first one is Nancy Zone. Please come get your award. Nancy, come forward. And the second one is Jody Howard with 100% attendance. Congratulations, ladies. I'm not sure if that's better than a cruise, but it's the best I could do. To, <clears throat> we have a gentleman in our class who, he seems a lot older than he is because he is mature not only in the things of the Lord, but he carries himself with such a maturity, even though he is our youngest student, graduating at the age of 17, started at the age of 15, Jaden McMichael. That, that's, Liz is also his aunt. Don't anybody else hug her like that, okay? That, you know, I'm saying, I'm gonna be like, okay, but that's his aunt, so stop it. Right now, stop it. You, as he was saying, you can never be too young to learn or too old to keep learning. And ladies and gentlemen, our most senior graduate ever graduating at 87 years young. Give it up for Rachel Jones. Come on. And she's about to be 88 next month. So come on. Congratulations, Rachel. 
We have students who travel far and wide to be here on Monday nights, even though we do have correspondents, and we have correspondent students in Hawaii, uh, in Virginia, in Fresno, in Idaho, all over. But being in class is something special, and students will drive from far and wide. We had two students that drove, uh, well, three in total, that drove very far. But uh, the first ones that drove all the way from Corona each and every Monday night, you know, Adler and Susanna, they, but yeah, from Corona, folks, every Monday night. But you know, on top of that, they, they did something that was really special. Every Monday night, they would bring something yummy for the students to eat because some students come straight from work every Monday night. And you know, Adler, he likes to, he's a healthy cook. So we thought, what could we do? On behalf of the students, Adler, we're giving you a recipe book that's vegan. <laughs> They, they, like, they like vegan food, if you're wondering. It wasn't a punishment. It wasn't a gag gift. It was, they, they actually like the vegan food, so. But now, to the student who drove the furthest every Monday night, from Monrovia, 104 miles away every Monday night, Marilyn Blanco gets an award, the most furthest traveled student. love you. One way, people. Come on now. And you're all complaining when you had to come from Escondido. I don't even want to hear it. I got no sympathy anymore. I'd just be like, talk to Marilyn, okay? Not talk to the hen, talk to Marilyn. <clears throat> Our motto here at the Promised Church is that you have to become a passionate believer, that you're not growing until you're doing. And so while I'm proud to say that there are many students in our graduating class who do many amazing things for the Lord that have continued, whether it be starting a Bible study group or doing outreaches or missions or stepping out in ministry some way, there were two students in the last two years who really shone. And we have an award here at the church. It's the Developing, it's the Passionate Believers Award. And I have two students that really shone um, over the last two years. The first one um, stepped out of their comfort zone in so many ways. I remember when she got baptized in the Holy Spirit, filled with the Holy Spirit right here at a P3 meeting when I prayed for her and the power of God hit her in such a powerful way. She was never the same again because I'm telling you, when God touches you, you know it's God. Nobody's going to talk you out of it. You don't need anybody to talk you into it. And she became a light and a fire to anybody who would listen, anybody who would hear it, whether it was at work or her friends or people in different uh, states. And she single-handedly, with her enthusiasm, had the most people ever sign up for Bible college because of her. There's four people in the state of Hawaii because attending from Bible college, one of them flew in for the event. She's right there doing correspondence because of her. People have flown in from Las Vegas to come to our meetings to uh, receive the Holy Spirit because she's so on fire and understands what you can get here that she couldn't be quiet. So ladies and gentlemen, without further ado, our first Passionate Believers Award goes to Martisa Cruz Rivera. We love you. We love you, friend. 
the second award goes to a lady that I've had the pleasure of walking alongside these last uh, two and a half, three years. I was invited in 2020 to go do a Bible study at a sober home in Ramona. And when I got there, I didn't know that you weren't supposed to talk about the Holy Spirit. So I brought the power. And she got filled and baptized in the Holy Spirit with power. It was a 30-minute event. She was so hit with the power of God, unlike I've seen very rarely ever. And I said, her life is forever changed, and somehow I'm forever linked to her. And I said, you need to come to Bible college. And when she got out of that home, she came and joined our Bible college, and I have watched her grow. She had come off the streets. She'd been living on the streets for many years, drug addicted for many, many years. Since then, she got her husband clean off the streets, and he's just finished his first year in Bible college. Her son, her son is off drugs, clean and sober, and sitting on the front row over there as well. The, she helps We See You San Diego with the homeless. She now goes back and works with the very people that helped her when she was on the streets and ministers with them and rescuing many off the streets. This is by no means an award anything like what she will get in heaven, but I wanted to recognize and honor her and to tell her to keep going because there are lives that are counting on you. Our Passionate Believers Award goes to Candace Barrett. And now, for what we've been waiting for, the salutatorian and valedictorian fight was a valiant one and an extremely close one. And if I get one more text asking me who the valedictorian is, <laughs> after I strictly told them, you will not find out until the night, but no, they still text all of them secretly as if they know they're gonna get through. <laughs> Even people that work with me in close proximity walking by, hey, you wanna tell me who the valedictorian is? I had to hold fast, but ladies and gentlemen, the salutatorian for 2023 with a high score of 98.8%, ladies and gentlemen, your salutatorian, Nancy Zone. And now, as I said, the, the fight for valedictorian was a, valid, uh, a valiant one. And with an overall two-year score of 99.4%, ladies and gentlemen, your valedictorian of the class of 2023, Kathy Von Buskirk.
Congratulations, Kathy. You get your award. And come on up for your speech. We will hold your award for you while you... We'll hold that for you. Come on up, watch your step. Surprise, honey. <laughs> I was told not to talk about it, not to answer any questions. And I said, even my husband? <laughs> he didn't know either. Dr. Henry, Dean Cindy, lecturers, our guest, Dr. Goodlow, family and friends, it is a great and humbling honor to stand before you today as the valedictorian of Promise Bible College Class of 2023. <laughs> Dr. Henry, to recognize that Abba Father prepared you to be the apostle leading this five-fold ministry to nurture this class before the foundation of the world was created is incredible and supernatural, and yet here we are, the recipients of your obedience to the appointment by God for this very time to fulfill the kingdom purpose. I thank you very much. Dean Cindy, <laughs> you too are an exemplary example of how absolutely good God is. And you did not falter, you did not waver to fulfill the call for our class of 2023. You sat us at the banqueting table of the Lord as a wonderful hostess and continually offered the blessings of God that abound beyond measure. Thank you. Lecturers, I'm sure we have been challenging and sometimes thicker than planks, <laughs> but you each courageously persevered and you each have a gem in your crown to lay at Jesus' feet. I would like to thank my husband, Alan, for his ongoing and unwavering support and belief in me. You are my miracle. You are a man of faith and steadfast commitment to the call of God on your life. I recently shared with my fellow graduates that I am a woman of faith. That man is going nowhere. <laughs> and he will live and not die. My husband is a miracle for each of you as well. Dr. Henry, Dean Cindy, <laughs> Pastor Rob, every one of my fellow graduates, as we stood in faith, in agreement, and bound the spirit of death and cancer and loosed the healing virtue of God, Alan is here, and he will live and not die, and he will fulfill his kingdom purpose. The prayer of God faith works. My personal journey of faith has been honed razor sharp under the word taught by each and every lecturer. 
Dr. Henry, you courageously and valiantly destroyed sacred cows that have long been accepted traditional teachings too long. I will mention just one that confirms something for me personally. I have firmly believed for over 20 years that there is a difference between the bride of Christ and the church. I do not feel quite so lonely out on that branch that has been sawn off. <laughs> I no longer feel, gee, she's really weird. You're weird. <laughs> the faith of God holds me up with the revelation of his word. I and my classmates are excited about being prepared for different. <laughs> and being different, we're even peculiar and not ashamed. <laughs> my personal commitment to study and to submit to the Holy Spirit has grown, and I am forever grateful to each one of you. Now to my classmates that share this honor and privilege to be graduates of Primus Bible College, class of 2023, we know the Great Commission and acknowledge we have a mission. A mission that we have been prepared to fulfill, and I confidently say we will do it. <laughs> we will honor this legacy and put all eagles aside to fulfill Abba Father's kingdom purpose in us, through us, and around us. We are the carriers of his consuming fire of revival. We are unashamedly prepared to be the difference in sharing the gospel of Jesus Christ. We have learned how iron sharpens iron. It has been my honor and my privilege and my blessing to be on this journey with each one of you. And we made it. <laughs> I must give a very special thank you to my very dear friend and sister in the Lord, Nancy Zone, our salutatorian. In truth, I would not be standing before you today because she nagged me and nagged me and nagged me. She was sure I wanted to come to Primus Bible College. And I was very resistant because I had attended and graduated Bible College in 2004, and it was not a good experience. I'm just going to be honest. But she was correct. Nancy, you spoke the truth. Promise Bible College is different. Nancy, thank you. Classmates, I bless each of you with the never-failing love and mercy and favor of the Lord God Almighty with good measure, pressed down, shaken together, and running over. Because look out, world, because here we are. If any one of you, under the sound of my voice, and you are concerning, considering this journey for yourself, may I say to you, you will have no regrets. Now is the time to stand up, step up, gear up and step in with the word of God. You will boldly and courageously speak up with the answer of hope that is within you. The preparation you will receive to be a faithful son or daughter of God, do take note, there's just two sexes. <clears throat> in season or out of season is priceless. As a son or daughter of the Lord God Almighty, you will finish your experience having the confidence you need to walk on and talk on. Fellow graduates, please join me on stage and let us share our testimony with all the joy, zeal, and love we have for the one who calls us his friend, his son, his daughter. Abba has withheld no good thing from us today and every day. Here we are, the Promise Bible College class of 2023. Look out, because here we are and here we come.
good job, class. Good job. Good job. All right. For this, I will ask for the lights to be all the way up as we're going to do the diplomas now, the certificate presentation. And gentlemen, I will need the podium, please, Aaron. Thank you, sir. And Liz, I will hand Liz the mic and she will read the names. Get prepared, students. Judy Allen. First row, please stand. Judy Allen. Enrico Audencial. Jennifer Avencial. <laughs> Candace Barrett. Maria Elena Vasaldua. Jaden McMichael. Second row, please stand. Marilyn Blanco. Martisa Cruz Rivera. Dick Daniels.
Kathy Daniels. Rebecca Granger. Robert Granger. Third row, please stand. Jennifer Greenway. Jody Howard. Deborah Hudgens. <laughs> Rachel Jones. Adler Romero. <laughs> Susana Romero.
Fourth row, please stand. Shelby Pudel. Sam Pierre. <laughs> Joseph Sam Pierre. Kathy Van Buskirk. Travers. All right. Well, would you stand one more time, graduates? One, two, 
<laughs> on the count of two. We'd like to pray over you. Dear Heavenly Father, what a joy, what a privilege, what an honor it has been to teach your bride, your church, your lamb, your sheep, your, your church. Thank you for the honor of sharing the word of God with them. Thank you for their hunger, their commitment, their faithfulness. Lord, we commend them to you. And we thank you, Holy Spirit, that the anointing that has grown in their life over the last two years will continue to grow and to increase, that they may impact people in their world. The light they have received would shine forth from them. Lord, that they would be healers of the sick, devil caster outers, that they would be people of faith, Lord, that they would do that which they've learned without being afraid, that they would be bold, Lord, at every place they go to be a witness for Jesus. Thank you, Lord. May they in turn win many people to Christ, many people. May they be a lighthouse in their community. May people be drawn to them, divine appointments. Lord, we just commission them in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit with God's blessing, anointing, and we release them into the world. In Jesus' name, watch out world. Amen. Amen. Congratulations, class of 2023. Woo! Sessional music, give it up. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Nice round of applause for our graduates. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. seated just for one minute please ladies and gentlemen we have tons of refreshments that will be outside will be served for you please hang around for a few minutes to participate and fellowship with the the graduates we want to thank you for coming out and for sharing this amazing experience uh, with us and with the friends and relatives that have graduated and put so much effort into i do want to encourage you doesn't matter how young you are doesn't matter how senior you are why don't you think about, pray about coming to Bible college? Come in and learn something. Because you're going to find out there's a lot of things that you don't know. You know the biggest problem with people is they don't know what they don't know. Until you come to Bible school, then you find out. Didn't know that. Didn't know that. But I encourage you to come. Come and learn from the Word of God. It will change your life forever.
forever. You'll never, ever be the same again. The most important person you could ever invest into is you. You. If you will invest into you, you will not only change your life, your family's life, your children's life, your grandchildren's life, and you can begin to experience what God promised in his word for you to have. So I encourage you, sign up, come to Bible college. You can do it in Jesus' name. Amen. We love you. And we'll see most of you tomorrow morning. Okay. Thank you for coming, one and all.